is a clear definable mission which has three parameters to it what you're going to do where it's going to happen and when it's going to happen until you have those two things it's darn near impossible to get somebody off the x welcome to the man of war with rafa condi the mission of this podcast is to forge men into warriors to be transcendent leaders, protectors, and providers. You will strengthen your mindset, increase your self-confidence, and fortify your self-discipline as you become battle-ready to dominate all facets of your life. As always, listen at your own risk. Arise, warrior, my brothers. Welcome back to the Man of War. My name is Rafa Conde, and of course, I am a man here on a mission to transform you into a modern-day warrior. We're talking about the resurgence of the modern-day warrior in our society right here and right now. Listen, we have some great things in store for you here. We have, of course, the Men of War Crucible happening August 14th through the 18th. Listen, this is a transformational experience. It is for men who are ready to take it up to that next level, ready to start living a life truly that embodies that warrior spirit, and more importantly, ready to step in to the brotherhood. Go to Men of War crucible.com that's m-e-n of war crucible.com also on the pipeline december 14 and 15 fort lauderdale beach florida all right if you've never been to fort lauderdale beach get your ass over there on december 14 and 15 because it is absolutely beautiful gorgeous we're talking about in the 70s all right, most, most of the United States is sitting in the 30s and 40s in December, but not Florida, man. It's absolutely beautiful. We're talking the Ritz-Carlton, a top-end hotel, beautiful atmosphere. We're going to have a great time. Check this speaker cadre out. Are you ready? We got Chris Cavallini, mental toughness fucking influencer. This guy squared away. He is an ex-convict that literally turned his life around to become a multi-millionaire. All right, we have Brad Lee returning for the second time around, a lead entrepreneur across the board. He is the man that basically tells you how it is. All right, he pulls absolutely no punches. We got Mike Ritland. He has the same type of mentality, pulls no punches, and man, he tells you like it is. Uh, Mike Ritland is an ex-Navy SEAL, and he is also um, the CEO for Tricos International. All right, these guys are fucking squared away, legit. Follow them on social media so you see who I'm talking about. We have a couple of more, including myself, um, to be announced here in the, over the next couple of weeks. This is going to be the best conclave yet. This by far is going to be the most powerful event of the year. It's going to change you. It's going to give you an opportunity to connect and bond with these guys. It's it, All I got to tell you is that I'm just fucking so honored right now that these guys are on board. We're going to have an unreal, amazing event. You can get your tickets right now on pre-sale. I only have a qu- very limited amount. I think there's about 30 more left 28 or 30 from last that I looked at. Um, you can get them now at a super discounted price because um, they will go up in price here over the next week and a half or so. All right, guys, for those that are not following me, 
at Man of War with two R's. Go check it out. Okay, we're growing leaps and bounds right now. I think we were at like 3,000 a couple few months ago. We're all the way up past 8,000 as of the recording of this podcast, okay? Well, I want to crush 10,000 here by the next uh, month, month and a half, guys. Let's make it happen. Uh, I basically do my best to answer DMs. I'm going to start doing some lives. Listen, this is about the revolution. It's about the resurgence of the warrior spirit, the man of war, the warrior man. All right. Some guys talk about marketing. Some guys talk about love and relationships and all that shit. We are not about that. We're about forging you into a better man, a stronger man in body, mind, and spirit, instilling that courage, that energy, that mindset that you need so much to be a better individual all the way across to dominate all facets of your life. All right, listen, all I ask you to do me is one favor. It's one small favor. Run over to iTunes, leave us a great review on iTunes because this is how we continue trending higher on these iTunes charts. Listen, we're a top-rated podcast because of you. We started from zero and built ourselves up. I didn't start when I had 50 or 60 or 100,000 followers on Instagram or on Facebook, okay? This was from the bottom of the barrel here. And we grew because of you, because of your support, all right? The individuals that I have brought on this podcast are top-tier individuals. The information that I put out there, even on the podcast that it's just me or me and Kevo, I mean, you guys love that, all right? Why? Because we keep it real, because we are raw, because we give you information that is important in this day and age. All I ask from you in return is to run over to iTunes and leave us a very strong, positive review, all right? That's the bottom line. I mean, when everything is said and done, all right, all I need you to do is give us a review, share it with your friends. All right, this is how we're going to continue pushing this movement out there. We need more boots on ground. We need more warrior-minded men out there. All right, without further ado, let's jump right into this podcast. Tom Shea, welcome to the Man of War podcast, my brother. It is an absolute honor to have you back on. Thanks for having me again. Uh, I'm sorry it's taken us a year to reconnect. Yeah, man. Good stuff. You were one of the uh, our originals. Uh, good stuff there. I remember our conversation. It was very deep. Uh, definitely one of our higher-rated uh, podcasts. So what I want to do here is, for our newer audience, could you introduce yourself? Yeah, well, uh, again, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Tom Shea. And I retired six years ago from having spent 23 years in the SEAL teams. And, uh, yeah, that's my background. <laughs> uh, just as simple as that, huh? <laughs> All right, so you can tell people that uh, he's a very humble guy. Uh, he's done some great stuff, and we're going to dive into it um, the first thing that I want to know is, Tom, I mean, basically, you're married, you have kids, a family, and, and you definitely you're, you're a very strong uh, family man, and I love that. But what do you got going on nowadays? What are you doing out there helping other people? Well, that's a, a where to begin. Uh, so when we retired, I had to figure out what my next step was, and I didn't know. And what I had written I'd written a manuscript of my of a deployment in 2009 to Afghanistan and my wife Stacy had decided to 
do exactly the opposite of what I asked her to do, which is to make a book about it where it puts me into public space because I was one of those seals that loathed the public seal, if you will. So in 2014, uh, she uh, got it edited and put it up on Amazon. And for some reason, it struck a chord with a lot of people. And the original title of the book was called Spartan Woman because I wanted my kids to know if a man doesn't have a strong woman, they're stuffed. The title didn't make it through the edit. And the editors at the time and the publisher decided to change the name of the book to Unbreakable, A Navy SEAL's Way of Life. And I was I was dumbstruck by it. I'm like, oh, don't put SEAL on there. So in 2014, it launched. And out of that, and the answer to your question, out of that, uh, I had an immediate audience with people who wanted to uh, understand how to what I call thrive in chaos which I think is the SEAL mindset, is how you do really well in chaotic situations. And so after five years, uh, one is the book, having the book come out, I've developed a curriculum to train men and women to be extraordinary and very rough situations. And I've trained 85 people to date. And each, it takes about a year to get through the training. And I've had to hire some other brothers to help me uh, do the training and also go into companies and turn them around using our methodology. Very good. What was your rank in the Navy? I was a uh, senior chief when I retired. Very good. So what were your requirements as a uh, senior chief? You mean what was I required to do? Yep. Ooh. Make a list. So uh, when, as a senior chief, you're in charge of uh, keeping everybody on task on the mission, but not be an operator yourself normally. Mm-hmm. And what that means to everybody that's listening is the last time you actually carry a gun and go after the enemy is the chief rank. At the senior chief, you're more of a coordinator. And... Uh, so you're in charge of the men and their lives, but you're not accountable to shooting people anymore <laughs> is how I look at it. Right. So you were leading quite a few men. Uh, yeah. Well, so uh, the transition, when I was a, a platoon chief in 2009, uh, I, I was in Afghanistan and I was at SEAL Team 7. And when I came back from that, I picked up the e eight rank, which is senior chief. And I took over our sniper course and I was responsible to teaching or ensuring the curriculum was up to speed and ensuring my staff was at a higher level so that they could teach the students how to do really impossible shooting skills. And then my last job in the SEAL teams, I was in charge of research and development of all the new guns and weapons and technology and stuff. Awesome. All right, so let's talk a little bit about, you said you've trained 85 people. Mm -hmm. Um, Through that time, talk to me about what you've seen. First of all, let's talk about what the strengths 
of most people that come to you, their strengths and then their weaknesses. I'm sure that it's a little bit varied, but I'm pretty sure also that there is an underlying theme to to people that want to get better, people that want to get stronger in mind and body and spirit. It's It's been an evolution or it has evolved over time. When I initially created the curriculum, several CEOs <clears throat> of companies had either heard me speak or read the book, and they're like, hey, can you teach me what you're talking about? And after having said no 10 times in a row, I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm missing something. And uh, so I sat down with uh, some of my mentors at the time to design a curriculum to actually impart something in somebody's life that makes a difference to them. It took us about two weeks to design the curriculum and run through a prototype with people and see if what we were trying to teach actually could be learned, which was my, uh, my hesitation is not everything can be learned. And I didn't think some of the things that I thought were valuable could be taught uh, to anybody. Right. And so the first, I would say, 15 people were all male CEOs. And what was unique about them is they had already succeeded. And they were, okay, now what? So that, that I don't know if it's a trait, but the, the position or the space that the first initial people were in were already being, having been successful left empty. And what it was the reason why I bring that up is most of the successful people that I trained initially had two things that were a weakness. So their strength was they made a lot of money. Their weakness was they had lost their health and lost their family in the process. Mm -hmm. And they literally came to get back into uh, what I call balance. And I, so I like, okay, well I got that. So it's going to be harder than making money. Sure. Get, getting your family back, having, you know, put them on this back burner for years mm-hmm. is going to take a while and getting your health back into check is going to take months, if not right. you know, half a year. Right. And so, and then it evolved to, uh, and, and and the training actually evolved. What we initially thought was important wasn't. So we adapted the training, and I, I'll talk more about that as well. But so for the for the first year, it was trying to solve the uh, imbalance problem, and then it became uh, very direct and to the point of having learned from ten to fifteen different clients what's really going on in their life, adapting the training so that more people could be involved in it as opposed to just the high-end people. And mm-hmm. so we adapted in years two and three to be more uh, centered on the human problem vice the leadership problem. Mm-hmm. How can you take people that aren't successful or who can't find a dollar in a bank, how do you create wealth for them that is – you know, three to five X over what they're making right now. Sure. And and so in years two and three, we brought more people in that we could, we could mentor and develop. 
And in the past two years, it's been highly selective. Like I, I ran out of days to to train other people. So I'm like, I'm wanna, I want to be more selective in who we bring into the training because it's a time and energy drain for us. It's and in Stacy and and two other seals that are working with me. They're like, man, this is harder than seal training. I'm like, well, we need to, we need to figure it out because we don't want to burn ourselves out. So now we have a, a pre-selection of it, of people that have to be committed to the whole process mm-hmm. up front. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we put them through the ringer. And it's a, it's an interesting program. Awesome. Well, I mean, hopefully that answers your question. No, that's perfect. I mean, uh, we find in our warrior development program, which is a little bit like that, um, a lot of men, like you said, are, are have reached a pinnacle financially, successfully in the business world. And a lot of men that I coach and, and have stepped up here are missing a purpose. Like you said, I mean, their their life, they're either lost their family or they're struggling or they just lost that energy, that drive, that zest inside, and they're trying to regain it. And... Um, what I find, though, Tom, and I don't know if this is something that that's also in, in, in your where you live and the type of people that you're dealing with, but I find a lack of commitment in a lot of men out there, um, a lack of follow through, a lack of taking action, a lack of really having that inspiration and sticking with it, seeing the task through seeing the mission completed do you run into that uh yeah it's a phenomenon that i found in the seal teams that since the seal teams evolve constantly they're able to come uh, overcome the uh the success phenomenon and one of and these success phenomenon is that causes commitment to wane is once you've succeeded it's very hard to succeed again and most men, since they there's not a great mentor program out there for successful people, they win early or, you know, they start a business and they make enough money to survive or they they get to their first objective, say it's $500,000 a year or a million or whatever it is, whatever their first, you know, you know, ridgeline is. Once they get there, they get too comfortable. And they lack the thing that was in them before that got them up in the morning to do the hard work to get to the ridge line, so to speak. Right, right. And so, yeah, and I, I, no, I notice that 100% of the time in probably everybody. They lack commitment and follow through. So saying that how do we resolve that problem how do we teach these men to 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 take action to have that follow through um these individuals that that come to us and 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 that you know they they want something but they just don't want to put in the work i mean how do we shift and reframe that mindset well ain't that the million dollar question (laughs) (laughs) so that's what i deal with every day and what I found is that 
My brothers, just a quick break in the action here. If you're ready to take it up to that next level, to start living a life that truly embodies the warrior spirit, to start strengthening your courage, your discipline, your mindset, listen, look no further here. We have the Men of War Crucible, August 14th through the 18th. Join this brotherhood. Once you graduate from this five-day event, all right, you're going to be part of the Men of War Society, an elite group of individuals that have past that have graduated all right this forging of the warrior spirit go to menofwarcrucible.com that's m-e-n of war crucible.com and submit your application today you have to structure what commitment is and what i mean by that is you have to give a, a structure to commitment so one way to look at it is like this so if i'm going to teach you to drive a car, I have to teach you everything about the car. And until you learn that there's a structure to things, it's hard to teach people a skill. Like you can't teach people follow through unless they know how, you know, so you can't teach somebody to drive really fast unless they learn about the tires Mm -hmm. and braking. So that gives structure to what you're trying to, mm-hmm. the skill set you're trying to teach. So the, the issue with commitment is, and you'd mentioned it offline, there are things that you have to put into play. You have to have a vision of where you want to go or what you want to do. Getting somebody to have a vision takes us about a month. Mm-hmm. And the vision has to be seven words or less. Getting somebody to write it in seven words or less is darn near like pulling teeth out of a bear. <laughs> gotcha. And, this, and the second one, as you mentioned, is a clear, definable mission, which has three parameters to it. What you're going to do, where it's going to happen, and when it's going to happen. Until you have those two things it's darn near impossible to get somebody off the X. And then the third part of the structure of what you initially asked, what I think commitment is, is uh, unraveling commitment. So you make them commit to something. And we do a 21-day process of doing simple things every single day for 21 days mm-hmm. so that they can – figure it out what's what's in the way and guess what's in the way each time they are right environment is never in the way it never is so what we found i i just call what is actually in the way are excuses and you got to get people through their excuses right like my wife doesn't support me this hurts i'm exhausted mm-hmm. you know i don't have enough money all these are excuses that excuse right. us from doing what we're supposed to do and that is what i think the most beneficial part of our part of our training is that experience and everybody hates me during it because all you say is did you do it or not no okay right what were your excuses and there's always a list a litany of them and so go back and do it Hmm. that's a definite that's a constant challenge right it is. It's constant. And, but once, once they get through that, they have actually learned what their excuses are. And then you can, what I call, hedge against the excuse. Mm-hmm. And 
then all this system becomes in play or in place so that now that I can do what I call three simple things a day until I arrive on the next ridge line, whether it's athletically or physically or in health, it's, you know, like simple things of you even try every, all the listeners try this, try to do a, a hundred pushups a day, stretch for 20 minutes and drink eight glasses of water and do that for three weeks. It's simple. Why can't people do that? Yeah, it's agree. because they've structured their life around excuses. 100%. Good stuff right there. All right, so <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about a subject that has been, uh, I guess, in my mind for a while, and it's resting on someone's laurels. And um, what I see out there and uh, going through the interview processes that we do for the Men of War Crucible and so on, we've been interviewed at this point, what, for the two crucibles, almost 180 people. Mm. What I see a lot of times, and I don't know if you run into this, but I want to get your input. A lot of people look back at their past accomplishments, their credentials, what they have been through in the past, and they bring it to the forefront today and they believe that because they did that on in you know in the past it holds weight today and they've let themselves go today they're not living the same life today they don't live with the same mindset but yet you know they're like hey i already did that i already paid my dues so i don't really need this today what is your opinion on that hmm, I, that's a societal uh, injected problem and it actually pays well to have accomplished something and tout it in front of people you think about Facebook because what's represented on Facebook is all the past yep you know, how I looked when I took the picture or you know what I did yesterday right so society is becoming a past-based uh, reference and that's it's hard to destructure de that. And the, uh, the reason why I bring that up because I, I find the same issue is, but we ask questions. You know, what are your interview questions? Tell us about you, and everybody's going to reflect on what they did yesterday. Mm -hmm. Maybe the question is, what are you up to now? Right. Well, I made a million dollars. So it was fun coming from the SEAL teams because nobody really gives a shit what you did yesterday. Right. Nobody cares. And the worst thing that ever happens to a SEAL is when they graduate SEAL training. Look what I've accomplished. And then you go to a SEAL team where everybody has already tripled on your accomplishments. Right. Like, wow, I finally earned my trident. And then you mm -hmm. go to a SEAL team. Mm -hmm. They don't care. The little kid, you don't know anything. Get in the back of the line, keep your mouth shut, and learn. Mm -hmm. And so on a positive note is every day is a new day, and they tell you that. On a negative note is nobody cares about what you did yesterday. It's what you're going to bring to the table today. Mm -hmm. And the SEAL community doesn't even worry about the future. It's what's going on right now. Because you may not make it till tomorrow, buddy, <laughs> right. but you still got to do as much as you can today, like sharpen your knife every day, 
doesn't matter if you've done a million things in the past, you know, and, and, you know, the bigger the award somebody gets, the less they are inclined to be that person again. Right. Even in the SEAL teams. Love it. Love it. So let's talk about this. Okay. And not necessarily the SEALs, but any special forces, any, any type of unit. I mean, I'm a police officer, been in SWAT teams and different units, narcotics. And, and yeah, you kind of pay your dues to get into that specific unit. You, you go out there and then, like you said, you have the, you know, the new guy on the block, right? Um, the, you know, the fucking new guy coming into the team, you know, yeah, he passed, he got there, but he's nobody. He's in the back of the line right now. My question now here, I'm going to shift it over to modern day to now. People coming out of law enforcement, people coming out of the military. And a lot of these guys, um, from, from what I see, are still kind of laying back on their laurels or going back and they're saying, hey, listen, I was a this, I was a that. That's my past. This is my, which is good to come into the business world. But I also see that three, five, ten, seven years later, <laughs> they're still the same fucking story. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like nothing fresh, nothing energetic. In my in my opinion, man, you could only tell your story so many times before it dulls, but before it before it it kind of gets boring to people. They want to see what freshness is all about, injecting something on the here and the now. Um, mm-hmm. And what I like about you personally is that, you know, while yeah, you have this these great credentials behind you. You are living for today. It doesn't seem like you're sitting here bringing up, you know, oh, I'm a Navy SEAL, I was a Navy SEAL, blah, 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 everything you do. I think that you are very focused on what you're doing at hand. You're creating something truly to help people rather than you boost your ego every single day, um, trying to help people in a way that it's, hey, I'm a SEAL, so I know uh, what to do in ABC. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that your mentality is, listen, yeah, I've done some things in my past, but, you know, I have fuck-ups too. I do things in my life that, that I look back and I say, shit, you know, I need to correct and rectify these things. you got to destructure how you became successful before you are successful. So how did you become successful in law enforcement? And give that some kind of, you know, linear structure to it. I, you know, just use a weird reference. I had to learn how to shoot. So how did you become a good shooter? I put in the effort to become a good shooter. Or I put in the effort to become, uh, you know, to do case analysis in in law enforcement. And you got to realize how, what it take from you to go from zero to 100. Most people don't want to, give a linear structure to things like, well, I've already become successful. Okay. Well, this next thing you don't know anything about, you better destructure what you, how you'd become successful in the first point so that you can give structure to the next steps of your life. And what I see is a very successful structure is declutter yourself and then have something that you don't know how to accomplish that wakes you up in the morning and then Hmm. do basic things a lot until you get there. You know, like if you want to like all of my clients, I make them become uh, either a runner or a triathlete or a swimmer. Mm -hmm. And they kind of fight that 
for a while and then they and then they <laughs> do it so I, i've most clients right. go from not having run in a year to running an ultra marathon because I can give them enough structure of simple things to do on a daily basis that you can become a very substantial runner or a swimmer. Mm-hmm. And right. in the business world, you know, how did you, you know, like as much as people may not like this guy named Dan Pena who's out there, he gives structure to mm-hmm. stuff. And he hammers it. Yeah, until he's awesome. It I love him. I, I love that guy. But he's very basic. <laughs> And, but yeah. he's got a list of like 400 basic things that you better do. And if you don't do them, I'm not going to coach you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what to do. If you don't do it, then next. And, but he gives a lot of structure to being successful in the, in the, in the money space. And then you got to go do it. And so I, that then mm-hmm. I think is the essential part. And the, the kind of the last thing that you had mentioned is, you know, resting on the laurels uh it just seems like the right thing to do how do you introduce yourself to somebody well i'm a navy seal by the way i'm not i'm not now and having done probably 290 keynote speeches everybody wants to hear those stories and i don't even want to tell them so how do you how do you how do you become successful? How do you be successful and then live tomorrow or live in this moment? People, you gotta take people from where you are and they are and then bring them into this moment. And darn near the only way to do that is to talk a little bit about yourself and then quickly move away from that. Like this is what I've done in the past. This is what I'm doing right now. What are you doing? And that I, I actually like that approach, and it allows people to go, "Wow, okay, I, I actually can do a lot more right now than I normally do." And that, to me, even though I bounced around a little bit, is what's exciting about working with people is they have a lot more capacity on a daily basis than they bring to bear. Awesome, that's good right there. So what would you, I mean, give me something to, to kind of throw out there where if someone is struggling in their life to really take action and to um, stay committed, as we talked about a little bit ago, you know, how you, I know you talked about, you know, structuring and kind of, you know, taking it and giving them to, you know, give me something here where someone can, can use daily, mm-hmm. like, like whether it be running or you know, that they can actually apply into their life well i'll give it a context first Uh, i may you may not like it though i i I think you have to i know i know you have to be committed first you can't arrive at a place after time to be committed you literally have to commit to the thing that you want to have happen happening before you know how to to accomplish it a way of saying that is you got to be committed before you have a solution. The solution ain't going to help you get committed. And so, and I have to have a SEAL conversation about it. So in the SEAL community, you commit to an, before you know how it's going to get solved. Through commitment, you find everything. 
if you're not committed and you're worried about your own commitment to accomplishing it, you'll never accomplish it. You'll never find a solution. So what I know to be true is commit and then burn bridges. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if somebody's listening and they're on the fence of committing, so whether you're committed to a girl or a boy or you're committed to a, you know, a business outcome or you're an athlete, go sign up for the race. Well, I haven't run a marathon. I don't care. Sign up for it. The moment you sign up for it, there's just a million things to do. Until you commit, you never get to anything. The commit to making, you know, being a good dad before you know how to. Like right. Sign it and then give it to your wife. I commit to this. And then there's a million things that you need to do. And then tranche them off into biteable sections and get to them. And what I, I think is another relevant thing is you, you have to have three things that you do uh, every day in any space. So if you're trying to make money, you have to baseline do three things. Sell, do the paperwork, and then do relationship building if those are the three things. In the running world, here's how to become a good runner because the question that I would ask you is what do runners do? They run. They run. I yeah. mean, that's their, yeah. By the way, a lot base. of people have a problem with answering that. So right. you have to run for an hour a day on Saturdays and Sundays too because runners have to run. And then you have to stretch. And then you have to eat and drink every day on point. So I make everybody run for an hour, stretch for 20 minutes, and drink eight glasses of water every day, every single day. There's no days off of your life, which is a misnomer. You don't get a day off. But that's that only is about an hour and a half of your day. If you do that, you can run a half marathon in a month. Mm-hmm. Whether you are a couch potato or not, the people that do three simple things a day win and the people who don't I, I you don't know what happens but the people that are doing that are very successful which is now how we ask people what do you do on a daily basis to vet them to see if they're going to be a good student in training if they say i don't know i don't really have a schedule it, it's not worth the effort to try to teach them that because they fight everything that you give them I don't know if that was helpful, cool. but that's how we look. No, that was, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I believe wholeheartedly in what you're saying. Um, let's. I'm going to ask you a question in kind of in reverse. Again, I don't know if you've ever been asked this question before, maybe. If there are two things from your SEAL training that you would say that you would either is not applicable for you to use in today's life or that you would just kind of put in the back burner or maybe that you didn't want to use in current life, something that maybe is not effective in in current life and not just battlefield things. We're talking about more about things that you learned. Are there any things 
that you that you feel like you know maybe it's not something that I believe in now hmm. yeah one comes to mind is you can't shoot people mm-hmm. it was very effective in the SEAL teams yeah right you, you can't take your aggression out with a bullet anymore <laughs> and uh, the, right. the, the another thing that I don't think is practical in the life sector outside of the combat community is you can't yell at people on the outside. In the SEAL teams, people yell. And in the civilian community, the moment you yell at somebody, they fracture. So I found that because I was very aggressive when I got out. And every time I would yell, mm-hmm. people would fracture. I'm like, well, that's not very effective. So I had to drop that. I had to actually have help doing that because it was so easy for me to do that. Like, okay, okay, we're going to go through a week of non-yell training. I'm going to piss you right, off. Right. You just can't yell. And it was, it was rough to learn a different way of communicating. That's interesting. That's interesting stuff right there. But, but let me ask you this. So you're telling me that in the in the SEAL community, when you yelled at someone, they were either more tolerant or accepting of it. Um, did you see people break down at times um, yelling at them, e- even, even at a higher level in SEAL teams? Um, or is it something that they were just trained, you know, that, hey, you know, I get yelled at, it is what it is? Well, part of it is what it is, but, you know, when a leader yells, they need something to happen immediately. And uh, so in the SEAL community, if somebody's yelling, everybody stops what they're doing to solve it. Like if somebody, you know, you know, aggressively goes, hey, we need to, hey, asshole, you need to go do this. A SEAL would just go, okay, got it. Something happened. I need to go do this now, and then I'll come back to what I was doing. In the right. civilian community, if you yell at somebody, they're they're toast. They take right. it so, hard here in the SEAL community. Exactly. Nobody gives a shit. Are you yelling at me? Nobody devalues exactly. you as a person just because mm-hmm. you're yelling out here. Mm-hmm. They take it to heart. They give it meaning that it doesn't mean something's wrong with you, something's wrong with me, blah, blah, blah. and it's it's a horrible environment. Instead of changing right. the it, difference, I'm just like, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, I mean, the difference is they're not taking it personal. They're here in the, this side of the world. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to take it personal. Yep. I hear yep. you loud and clear. Um, do you teach people to understand that when you're out there training them and coaching them at times, you're going to fucking be on their ass? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that not to take it personal, that it is what it is? Yeah, I actually prep it. So instead mm-hmm. of just unleashing and them not anticipating it, I prep it and go, okay, this is the beat down. And you're going to get beat down. I'm going to verbally beat you down. And I want you to see what you do so that it becomes, mm-hmm. you know, okay, we're going to go do a beat down session. Not that I call it that. But I'm going to aggressively come after you every time you do something wrong. It's not going to slide away. It's, you know, somebody's going to yell at you because I don't, I want you to overcome that. And so it's more on point than, oh my God, he's yelling at me. What did I do? I make them do something that I know they can't do and then yell at them. 
whether it's a business setting or a, you know, physical setting or relationship. Do you think people should get in positions or put themselves in stressful positions to challenge themselves? Every day. Every day. I think people avoid stress at the cost of success. The human body is designed to be stressed. If you don't stress it, it actually falls apart, which is overweight and, you know, don't yell at me as a husband or a wife. Don't stress anything out. Don't let anything controversial come to the surface. But it's designed, so the human condition is designed to adapt. If you don't give it something to adapt to, it becomes gelatinous, is what I call it. Right, right. All right, I'm going to shift gears here. How do you maintain your relationship with your wife and family day in and day out? I mean, are there principles that you use that you learn in the SEAL teams or that you've kind of experienced here, you know, through marriage? Probably in all places. Uh, I, I actually follow what I call a format. I've, I have to communicate with each of my kids and my wife for at least 10 minutes a day individually where I just ask basic things. What are you doing today? And I tell them what I'm doing today. And I get, I have to get that done, whether it's in a text or a phone or in person or even an email to my daughter. And sometimes they don't respond, but I always initiate it every day. Because that's how you begin to relate to people are factually. What are you doing and what am I doing? As opposed to not communicating at all on point. So that's the foundation of what I call a relationship is knowing what the other person is doing on a daily basis. The hardest thing to do is you can't tell them not to do something. And you can't micromanage them. (laughs) which causes bad relationships. And that, so that being the foundation, probably that's probably the only, I know that that's the only thing that's needed to have a great relationship is knowing what the other person is doing and allowing them to communicate with you what they're actually doing, not how they feel. Cause it ain't going to be helpful. How do you feel about what you're doing? Oh shit. I don't want to do this. (laughs) I didn't want to go to war every single time I was out there. And so the SEALs don't communicate well uh, emotionally, even though they're very emotional. (laughs) There's just nothing you can do Mm -hmm. about it. Like, you know, if Mm -hmm. I were to ask you, do you want to do this this morning? You'd be like, ah, not really. Okay. Right. Not helpful. So uh, I don't spend a lot of time initially uh, teaching clients how to emotionally relate to somebody. So when we talk about your day, for example, give us an idea of how your day starts, you know, morning to night. Ooh. I spend 10 minutes in the morning, uh, what I call doing a spiritual awakening. And there's a lot of detail to it, and I won't bore you with it. But 10 minutes in the morning, being on point spiritually. And then I work out for an hour. <laughs> and then uh, I have my 10 minutes with each kid or wife and then I spend at least baseline three hours a day on point 
at work. And then my day ends. And when it ends, Mm -hmm. I do it all in reverse. So I communicate with my relationships again at the end of the day. And then I do a little stretching or a a workout that I had missed in the morning. It's normally just stretching at night. And then I do another 10 minutes of spiritual connection right before I go to bed. Give us an idea of like your, your food intake, what you eat as far as you, do you follow any specific diet or anything like that? It's probably a weakness as a, it's hard, It was easier in the SEAL teams, uh, hmm. harder out here when you travel. But uh, I have baseline things that I, I hate the word try, but I try to accomplish, which are literally eight glasses of water a day, five hand-sized meals a day, and what I eat changes. I, I can't, as much as I want to, keep that on point. So eight, five meals, eight glasses of water. Gotcha. Now, are you a believer in, in eating you know, good foods, or you just eat whatever, whatever is out there? I would say 20% is catch it when you can. <laughs> the right, other right. other things, I, I think handmade meals are of great benefit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I try not to do processed, but that's the 20%. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think sitting down with your family to eat is probably the most important thing you can do in your life. And nobody thinks that has any merit it's it makes everything work yeah i agree i couldn't agree with that more we 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 try to eat together as a family as often as we can no doubt all right so talk to me about um what it is to you okay honor uh honor is something that is a little bit confusing for a lot of people nowadays. Um, I wrote an article going back a few months ago, and people just weren't understanding what what honor was, um, even coming from the medieval ages. You know, the warrior cultures and how they, you know, held honor at a very high level. Um, how do you integrate honor into your life, and what does it mean to you? It may make it more confusing if you use my analogy, but to me, I think it's very basic. Uh, You are who you say you are, and you demonstrate it daily. So I I call it honor your word. Make a commitment and keep it. That is how I destructure or structure the word honor. Either you are that person or you're not. I don't think there's gray area. So if I make a promise to you, I keep it. If I can't keep it, I can still stay in the integrity of honor by saying, shit, bro, I'm not able to keep my word today. Let's make another agreement Mm -hmm. as opposed to ah, have some excuse like my tire blew up and I can't make it. Whoops. I blew it. I, I broke my word. So can we make another agreement? Good. I love that. That's very good. All right. So uh, what I'm going to do here is just I'm going to ask you a question that I ask all of my guests here. Okay. What is your definition of a modern day warrior? Oh, that's a good one. Coming from 
war, I may have a different answer than most people. So war to me is that there's somebody uh, out there that you're at odds with. And I don't think that ever goes away for the human condition. There's always stuff that you have to overcome, whether it be a person or a thing that's out there that's trying to take from you. In the modern day, I don't know, I haven't looked at that modern day question, but I think the, there's always conflict. And you have to be on top of your game as much as possible. And so here's how I'd answer that. The only way to be a warrior is to be offensive. You have to be on point and you can't be defensive. And even though defense does exist from most people's point of view in war, the people who are on defense in the war die. And I try my best not to be on defense, but always convert to offense as quickly as possible. And if you're going to gain anything in this life, be on point or be on the offense. Love that. Good, good shit right there. Exactly my belief right there. You're no matter what you're, you turn the tables. Even if you are defensive for a second, you got to turn the tables immediately and become offensive in everything that you do in life. I love that. Very good. Okay, um, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you the mic and basically let us know where we can follow you, the name of your book, all that good stuff. Yeah, so our company or our website is tomshea.com, T-H-O-M-S-H-E-A.com. And that's where we do our best to... (laughs) So we have two, three things that we offer is a corporate turnaround and uh, a podcast called The Unbreakable Podcast and the uh, private client training where you go through a year-long training with us. And you can see us on Facebook at Unbreakable and we're on Twitter at Tom Shea. And we're all over Instagram too. With if you just search up Tom Shea on Instagram, it'll come up like four different pages that people have put together for us. And you contact us directly, and we engage. And I here's since you gave me the mic. If you want to grow in five areas of your life, the first one's your physical life. The second one's your ability to learn. The third one's your ability to make money. The fourth one is your relationships that count. And and the fifth one is your spiritual life. If you want to grow in those five areas, that's what we do. If you don't, then we're probably not the right people. Phenomenal. What I'll do for our men of war out there, we're going to, um, I'm going to add the links uh, to the podcast and to his uh, website. So you got to go check him out. And also, uh, the name of your book, uh, oh, yeah. Tom? The name of the book is called Unbreakable, A Navy SEAL's Way of Life. Okay, it's on Amazon, I imagine. Yep, it's right? on Amazon. Oh. still in bookstores. Second book is coming out in November. And the title is Of Question. 
<laughs> awesome. So what we'll do here is this. Um, I'm going to link up a, uh, a, a link to your uh, book on Amazon. And of course, if you, I, I'm, I'm assuming that, uh, do you have any type of email list or anything that they can subscribe to? Uh, it, when they check into TomShay.com, they, it'll prompt you to give your email. Perfect. That way, it's uh, you guys could follow him, stay uh, obviously abreast of uh, the new uh, book that he has coming out in November. So it'll be all good things there, man. It was an honor to have you on again, man. And uh, certainly, you said your new book is coming out in November. Hopefully, we'll have you back on at that time so uh, you can share the new title and uh, more importantly, where our people can grab yep. it. Well, thank you all for uh, being bold and thank you as well. Thanks, Tom. Yep. Talk soon, yep. brother. Thank you. There you have it. What a great conversation with Tom. All right, this guy knows what he's talking about. More importantly, he speaks from the heart. So important, all right? I hope that you took something out of this conversation that you can integrate some of these elements that we were talking about here into your life right here and right now. All right, before we get going, remember the Conclave of Warriors 2, Fort Lauderdale Beach in the Crits Carlton. It's going to be an amazing event, a transformational event, no doubt about it. Go to conclaveofwarriors.com, pick up your pre-sale tickets right now. They're never going to be priced like this again, guaranteed. Also, if you are a man and you are ready to take it up to that next level to strengthen your body, mind, and spirit, look no further. Men of War Crucible, August 14th through the 18th. We're still taking applications for Group 2. Go to menofwarcrucible.com. That's M-E-N of War Crucible.com. Until next time, your life may be challenging and full of dangers, but never retreat. Your last battle may be your greatest victory.